good sis. Um, are you ready? Three, four. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all the lies that you've been living in. And if you do not want to see me again, I would understand. I would understand. I would understand. Wow, that felt good, folks. Welcome to the How Goods This podcast. We are joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Day Afternoon Night. Yeah, yeah, boy. Stephen Day Afternoon Night. Yes, that's his full the full that's nomenclature. Yeah. Some people throw a junior or a senior on the end there. Nope. Yep. His father was like, "Let me give him all different shades of the day." <laughs> Stephen Day Afternoon Night. Um, yeah. Stephen, thank you so much for being here, bud. I'm glad. Do to you be go here. by Steve? Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Beautiful. Really, we, anything you want. We got another Stephen in the in the house. We do. So we got we're, another. We're Steven wondering in the what mix. we're supposed to do. Although we, I'm gonna go by Gwyneth. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go by Gwen this time? Okay. Yeah, I'll go by Gwen. 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 We have two Steves on my touring posse. My keyboard player, Steve Swatkins. Okay. And then obviously the beautiful Stephen J. Libby. And so Steve Libby decided early on. What must have been five years ago? He says, "Call me Bluto." I like that. I didn't pick the nickname. Blue Doe. But yeah, Blue Toe. Somebody ha- it was it, getting it, tossed around. Yeah, yeah it, it was Blue a tour Toe name. or Blue Doe. You know, like Blue, uh, blue With a T, I think, is it's, how yeah, I spell Blue it. Toe from Popeye. You know that guy, uh, the guy who always just like. <laughs> it's that's We could go down a whole path about Blue Doe and his relationship <laughs> to olive oil because it's a little <laughs> twisted. But that's sort of like Steve's relationship with me. If ever I'm in, like, he just grabs me and says, like, Get out of here. Let's go. It's time to leave, Stone. I see. One word. Alimony. Alimony, that's right. Mm. That's right. Um, dude, thank you so much for being here. And we already we're lovely. Dude. We've been jamming, <laughs> mad jamming tunes. To Third Eye Blind? No. <laughs> to Stephen Day oh. Afternoon Night in my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Why well, uh, sure. I called my wife uh upon arrival. She, actually she called me. Shout out Tazzy What. And um <laughs> I go, guess what? I got the package. And she goes, Fuck off, Stephen Day Night. <laughs> She's real excited to meet you, man. Hey, yeah. How you feeling? I'm glad to be here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So give me the give me the play by play. You uh you grew up in Atlanta. Yeah, Buford, Georgia. Okay, it's about 45 minutes northeast of Atlanta. Rad. Yeah. And uh, folks still live in the area in Atlanta. Oh yeah. What what did what did they do? Um, mom is a nurse practitioner. Okay. Dad is a pastor. Dude, that's crazy. My mom's a nurse and my dad was a pastor. Are you serious? Yeah. You guys didn't know that about each other? Well, we do. <laughs> on the drive-in, he was like, my dad's a minister. I was like, no way, mine too. I but didn't I know, know your mom was a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, bro. She's like a labor, labor, labor and deliveries nurse, so okay. she's not a nurse practitioner. We get it. Yeah, brag. Dude, in your face, bro. <laughs> in your face. So you grew up in the church then, heavily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. Cool. Did you... Did you appreciate that upbringing did you did you like it did you vibe with it was it something that you were happy I, with or did you like I, it? I loved it yeah i think the community of it all just it it made me who i am mm-hmm. in a lot of ways for yeah. sure yeah. yeah which is handsome <laughs> and delicious <laughs> they just produce handsome men yeah. in that church yeah yeah they don't produce the same ones at allen's church <laughs> 
<laughs> nope. nope, they don't. <laughs> no, but and, and fewer men to choose from too. Um, so your your mom's a nurse. Your pops uh, is a minister. They still live in Georgia. You got siblings? Yeah, two older sisters. Okay, rad, yeah. rad. Oh, They're both cool. married. Brothers-in-law. Rad. Yeah. Um, we've been. I've been rehearsing this. Uh, it's been a year. Your Christmas song. Because uh-huh. if the folks at home haven't noticed, hold on. Let me do this. This is gonna. This is a. Uh, in the back, I'm gonna do a little. This is uh, special effects. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas, and we are putting together a Christmas special. And um, we, I've been rehearsing your song. It's been a year, and I love the the line and the tune. Uh, uh, got two sisters, but they both got misters. But they, but, but, but. I hope this year I can bring home my misses. Yeah, that's yeah. rad. Any luck? Uh, I do have a girlfriend. Whoa! 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 Yes. Nice, Shout out. Okay, dude. let me Talk see if I can. It. I'm gonna try to guess her name. Okay. It's a Georgia name. I was Georgia say, name. Probably. I mean, Muriel. It's like a. It's like a. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Woo! Um, uh, it's nothing crazy. It's not Muriel. No. Okay. Wishes. Um. <laughs> my. Uh. Mustard. You got it. You, me? Megan. <laughs> mustard. Seeds. Mary. Nah. Sarah Beth. It's four letters. Just give it to us. Abby. Ooh, we weren't gonna get that. Abby is not is that a southern name? I don't know. Is it short for Abigail? Yeah. Okay, that's southern. Yeah. Abigail. Shout out to Abigail. Shout out to Abby. <laughs> How long have you been with her, man? Let's see, a year and eight months. That's pretty oh good. Oh my god, dude, it's a real deal. Yeah. That's nice, dude. Yeah. Okay, so you wrote this Christmas song way before you met Abigail, or did you did you do it and you're kind of like seeing her and you're like, sorry, babe, I didn't know. No, this one this one was way before. Oh yeah, yeah. What a cool tune, man. It's so cool. Um, so we to give the folks at home kind of an idea of our relationship that which is brand new. Yeah. I um. Got these speakers in my house, Jules. You've been living with me for a minute now, so you know about these speakers. They're by this company called Sonos, and they you just push you push a button and it just like rotates a bunch of different tunes, right? So I forget what the playlist was that I was listening to, but I put on the playlist, and then this tune comes on, um, and I hear the I like the thing you Right, and I'm like, dude, what's going on here? This is a nice tune. I enjoy this, so I look at my phone, <laughs> which is actually how I've found so much sick music, like in the last two years of living in my home because of these speakers. Because like before that, you know, if it's my friend Zach Clark would be like, dude, have you heard of this cat? And I would check yeah. it out, right? But I didn't just have Zach Clark like singing different tunes in my ear constantly that were brand new, right? So yeah. I'm. My music discovery has grown quite a bit. I check it out. I'm like, oh no way, Stephen Day, dude! I like, I don't even know this cat. <laughs> so put your radio station on the yeah. old Sony Sones, and get obsessed with your music for two, three months, and then I'm on the Gram Gram Instagram. You should get one, Jules. Uh, and <laughs> I'm going in my DMs, and I see Stephen Day on my DMs, and. There's a picture, Steven's picture, double chin, which is like signature move on my posse. Yeah. Proper Debbie's. Yeah, we gotta get, hey, Jules, give us a proper Debbie. 
You gotta get. <laughs> that is more than two. That's four. You gotta get it. Well, if you weren't on the Peloton, cramp the if neck. you weren't on the Peloton so often, you'd have an actual dubs. Come on, get with proper it, dude. dubs, dude. Um, it is a thing. It's, so it is interesting that you sent him. So this. he sends me a photo, proppy dubs, from the down here going, and the th- oh, right below it says, "Want to hang out or nah?" <laughs> and I was like, "This is my kindred spirit. Yep. This is my friend." So I send him back a dubby proppies, but I got a beard nowadays, so I, I can't, can't really. See it. I can't really do it as well as I No, like. dude. Oh. It cramps your neck up, Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I need some potassium. <laughs> Can we get a banana? Uh, and um, send you one back. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I want to be buds for life. Take you out. <laughs> Take you out. And uh, so this budding friendship. And then when, we, when Julian and I were like, we should do a Christmas special. This would be fun. Um, we, we thought of you. And we were like, what a wonderful way to usher in a new friendship than just throwing this young 24-year-old buck into <laughs> chaos. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't believe I'm here, honestly. We're 62. We're, yeah. <laughs> this sucks, dude. Yeah, you're handsome. Yeah, Jules, you're young. Jules you're is single. Are you, are you really? Yeah. Can't blown. you tell? Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely tell. No, you can't. Uh, my dad's Ecuadorian. Okay. But I am a white, all-American douchebag looking this <laughs> so nobody can tell plus my spanish sucks so we should work on that get you some we rosa. should yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can do you want to help me we can I'll, help I'll you test you. do you speak spanish too just a small amount but i think i can help you man <laughs> okay just cool kidding. let's do it <laughs> just kidding biblioteca <laughs> you know what that means library ding 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 <laughs> one for one dude you're killing it uh desnudo Nudes, dude. I learned that in Spanish when I was growing up. Yeah. Desnudos? Desnudo. I don't know. Like if I had to get around my folks like we'll have Steve you know, back, check I had that. to get around my folks porn blocker when I was a youngster. <laughs> and so I would put the Spanish ones in there thinking, thinking that They'll never that would know. Work. The Spanish porn? No, just like okay, I was like, I can't just search nudes. So I put in desnudo. Let's talk know? about this. How old were you when you started watching porn? <sighs> dude. 15 is it the same age as for all of us well i mean we when did start we, well i grew we, up in the country so we did we had dial up like it took an hour and a half to get like a full sp- if you click the link to see full spread it would take an hour and a half and so <laughs> i i started at 15 i actually started looking when i was 17 because it took so long to get <laughs> uploaded well you had a, you years. had a, you had like a shameful relationship with all that stuff because I, you yeah the church did probably you still do thing Stephen, because I, you were in the church, were you like ashamed of a lot of things that you might have been stepping into? I wouldn't say it was shamed at my church. It, it, I think because my dad was the pastor, it felt he's not really a shaming pastor. Oh, that's it's, cool. it's a little more uh, grace filled than than some of the churches that a lot of people. Grow is that up a in. southern thing? No, I mean, no. I mean, the thing is, is he's surrounded by very conservative Southern Baptist churches. He's uh-huh. like, he's like a He's like a black sheep of, you know, Interesting. southern Georgia. Yeah. That's so cool, man. <laughs> like he loses he loses people every election year because, you know, he's like not promoting one or the other and he's not promoting the conservative. Oh. You know? Wow. So it's like man, well good for him. Good for him. <clears throat> so was he chastised for that type of stuff? It's really in, just in the, in the it's really just people leave. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's like, and then and then those people tell other people they're like, oh, don't go to that church because. Yeah. And so it's like 
a painful thing for him because it's like... Don't go to that church. He voted for Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, libertarian vote. You might as well just vote for Biden. <laughs> um, so, when did you start writing tunes? Obviously, you grew up in the church. Like, you're around music. Yeah. That's, I would imagine that's how it started. Yeah, I, I definitely grew up around music, and then I... The, the writing part of it just kind of came naturally when I was like 14, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And what was your first... Because you write a lot about romance and love. Yeah. Was that... Because my first tune, same. Wrote for... Well, maybe not same, but wrote a song for a girl. Yeah. Called her up on the phone, sang it. <laughs> she did it. She hung up. She hung up. <laughs> well, she might have stayed till the end, but then like she avoided me <laughs> she at school the next day. Was that... Uh, what was your first song about? Do you remember? Uh, it was called Cabin Fever. Wow. And it was... It was... It was uh, it was definitely a romance tune. It, it was almost like cruise ship romance. Oh, yeah, dude. A little Christopher Cross. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. I don't even know. And I'm feeling born in Mexico. So I ride. Like I don't know this song. Oh, come on. Ride Is it like a church song? Dun, 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 yeah, dude. Horns for days. And verb. Thanks, Caps. Hey, it's my idea. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Liv is always good at coming in with the verb verb when I'm trying to sing. That's always the case, though, right? When you're starting to try to do something artistically, you're doing it because you're trying to get laid. Right? Um, like, don't, are, are we lying to ourselves if we say we didn't start that with that as an intention? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at that point in my life, I wasn't like trying to get laid, but I was definitely trying to like I had I you were just liked trying to impress, girls, <laughs> right? Yeah, so you trying were just to like, I don't girls. Wanna, I, don't, I can't have sex. I just need to like right. I'm trying to hold a hand. My, I'm trying to hold. I'm trying hands. to hold a hand. I'm trying to get a hand in this <laughs> yeah. hand. Yeah, exactly. Third grade, dude, you first, guys are romantic. First, first hand hold. First grade. S- yeah, Sophie Tillis. Shout out to Soph. Ooh, I know Sophie. Uh, out by the fence, grade school. We would meet. All my buddies would be playing like two hand touch, being you know playing in puddles, being dudes, spitting and shit. And I was like, Nah, dude, going to meet so. so we'd sit on the back fence and we'd just sit Indian style and hold hands. We didn't talk, we didn't say anything. We would just hold hands. Yeah. And she would like look for bugs, and I would be like, Tristan, what's up? I remember in middle school we would all just like at l- after lunch at like the recess you'd like. All the boys would put the the hands like in oh, front of yeah, in they front were of them. facing out. Yeah, and nobody would talk. Like the guys wouldn't talk to the guys. The girls wouldn't talk to the girls. You just stand in formation, oh. <laughs> holding each other. We like had this. this one game because we were like, you know, you're young kids, so you're like, I don't want to touch you, you know. <clears throat> and we had like these tires. Did you guys in your playground have like big truck tires that they would sink half of them in the ground? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you you could jump from each one, you know. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we would get like as many girls and boys around the tires jumping from each one and like inevitably you jump you'd be like where's the one with the girls at oh shit i'm coming over guys and you know you'd jump over there because you know they would grab you and catch you and you'd be like oh i'm all tied up in ladies in ladies were you yeah that was my that was Kind of the extent of my flirting back then in grade school. <laughs> jumping off jumping off tires into ladies. Um so who did you listen to growing up then? A little Stephen Curtis Chapman? Come on. Ooh. A little uh, bit of uh, uh Honestly it was like in the Christian world it was all just what 
whatever worship songs they played on ah, Sunday. Okay. I was never really interested in Christian music. Oh, bless your heart, dude. You saved yourself a lot of grief. <laughs> I know. Uh, so who were you like, into then growing up? Uh, Stevie Wonder. What? Um, Sweet. I think my mom... <laughs> My mom basically just got... Who's that? <laughs> He's a new guy coming up. <laughs> got a good thing going. <laughs> you should get him on your podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my mom... My mom is definitely more... Uh, like, grew up in just Christian music. Mm. But also has great... Like, whatever secular music she also listened to was, like, the good stuff. Yeah, okay. And so... She got me on Stevie Wonder, Frank Sinatra, and I, I, I mean, I found Room for Squares, you know, in middle school, and that's what kind of like oh, started yeah. me writing songs. What a rat. What a what is that songwriter? Yeah, yeah, John Mayer. What did yeah. you think of, um, I'm trying to, I was thinking I was like 18 when Continuum came out. I remember my buddy Logan Heftel, shout out to Logs, just had a baby, <laughs> Mazel Tov. Um, <laughs> He came over to my house. I was living up here on um, by the Garland <clears throat> Theater. Caleb, you know what I'm talking about? So I'm up here living with my aunt and uncle, Uncle Tim, Aunt Sal. And Logan comes over. He's like, bro, you got to hear this record. And like this, so I got into Room for Squares, right? But then yeah. he had that one in between, Room for Squares and Continuum. The like, the, 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 um, the sophomore release, you know, is always kind of a little bit soft. Yeah. And I wasn't into that record. Yeah. And then at that point, he was kind of like the heartthrob right. in the music industry. So that gave me even more reason not to like him. Right. Because he's just beautiful. <laughs> and he brought over Continuum. And I was like, dude, this fucks hard. Yeah. <laughs> what, slow, slow dancing in a burning room? I was like. Okay, he's back. He's ledge. He's I can't. He's, he's, I can't hate on him. He didn't go. He didn't go anywhere. But like, I definitely for a moment was like, John Mayer, dude. I'm into Jason Ross. <laughs> like I had hate. I threw shade. You know. I don't know. I was a 17. But so, so John Mayer. Yeah, huge, you, huge influence in, for sure. And you play the guitar like a mofo, dude. Is that like kind of where you really got inspired to? For sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I I can't like. I play, but I like. It's mostly for the song. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like, I don't know. Definitely. I do that too. I um, <clears throat> I know guitar players, and so I don't call myself a guitar player, but uh, it, it's nice to hide behind, and it's a nice tool in order to, like, vessel to, to use for the songwriting craft. Do you write on piano? I know you play p- piano a little bit too. Yeah, definitely more recently okay. than I used to. I used to be real bad at piano. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tricky one, dude. So many notes. <laughs> what was the, what was the, um, like the decision for you from going from a kid playing instruments to actually like stepping into a professional line of work and like actually making this your thing? Yeah, I think honestly it was just it kind of happened naturally throughout college. Like I was in school and also doing music alongside school and then when i was done with school it was like i had this bedrock to to like start from so like the buffer of school was super helpful mm. to me because it was like i'm gonna get a degree and then once i got the degree it was like i'm not gonna use that because i'm where'd I'm you go music. where'd you go and, i went to belmont and, and you didn't study in it was music that you were studying or anything Mm-mm. like that that's smart yeah 
Right. <laughs> I told him the same thing on the yeah. drive here. Honestly, yeah. he's like, I, I went to college at Belmont. I didn't study m- music, though. I was like, that's really smart. Honestly, it, I, I started, and I very quickly, quickly was like, this just does not feel right. And yeah. I was like super, like the love of it was gone immediately. Mm. Oh, wow. And what? it was just like, took me a while to get back in the game oh, a little bit. What did you wow. get your degree yeah. in? Uh, it's a random major called Religion and the Arts. Oh, yeah. I got, that's what I got. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at a pair of Steve's up here studying did, did, theology. Did you, uh, <laughs> did, did you feel like that was potentially the path you were going to take while you were in college and being like, oh, yeah, music, I love it, and it's like a super passion, but there's just more sense in this thing that I'm getting a degree in? or Actually, what? the opposite. It really? was like... I just wanted just to finish school. Your parents. I just wanted not, not even that. It's uh-huh. like I started school and I was like, I'm gonna finish and then I'm gonna do my thing. And so it was like, get the degree, put a cap on it. Cause I I, I dropped out for a semester and I just got so depressed. Mm. I was like, I couldn't write a song. Like I was living in a house with like nine dudes. Uh-huh. And it was like we were having so much fun, but like when it was just me, I was like Damn! Like, what do I? What am I doing? Mm. I did. I didn't have like. I didn't have, just the foundation ready, and so it was like I tried. I booked like a house show tour, and that was like the only thing I did that semester. And I played like, a bunch of houses in the southeast, and you know it was it was like, did shit. It was like Hold up! Was this was this like three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. So like, so can like, you this, grow this, a beard? Oh yeah! Hell yeah! I oh, can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need uh, a swole bowl, man. <laughs> I do need a swole bowl. Zach, can you give me a swole bowl, shout please? To, shout out to Incredibergs. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, that's uh, yeah. That's that's um. I don't know what I was gonna say. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Have you? Did you ever do a like a sorority tour or a, or I, a fraternity tour? I did. Oh my god! I did a few fraternity shows. Yeah. And they were the worst thing. Oh, probably I, just you and your guitar, too? No, we. I had a band. Oh, yeah. And it was the worst experience I've ever had in my yeah. life. But I made it fun by getting this. They had, a, they had like a basketball goal out in the front. Mm. And this guy was like up on a balcony. And we were playing Firework by Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every time he would shoot, I'd get the band to stop. Yep. And then when he missed, we'd just go right back into it. And we did it until he made it. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and it was on some, I think it's like Barstool Sports oh, Instagram. Oh, right. Cool. Oh, right. It was, okay. it was amazing. Got y'all then followers. Baby, you're a... Fire! <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that was fast. Better. My fault. Always I'll give a hand burger. signal next time I'm about to break <laughs> into some KP. I met uh, Katy Perry, and um, no way. I was... St- so starstruck. I've been starstruck a few times, but I was real starstruck. Like you said, she's you said she's real pretty, gorgeous. Gotta yeah. be like yeah, she is. A go- oh yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve dated her. Steve dated yeah. her in what he grade did. were you in? Uh, was that during the religion and the arts major? <laughs> no, this is this a real. Was, she was deep in it at that time. Yeah, it was high school junior year. Katie Hudson. Wait, is this yeah, right? You can't, tell, you can't tell when we're like fucking around and Wait, telling the truth. You dated, really Katie, dated, you dated Katie Perry. Perry. Yeah, I also went on uh, twelve tour dates with John Mayer. So what? Ooh, dang, the guy dude. behind the camera is pretty cool. I haven't done <laughs> shit. So <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Stevie's a Swiss Army knife over here. Did she write firework about you? 
<laughs> it was actually the I kissed a girl and then, like this, and then she left me. <laughs> yeah, he was the he was the he was the stair step to Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> Did um, they date? I still don't know. If that's I don't a know. Joke. I it's the truth. He, he, it's the truth. It's well, the truth, yeah. listen, n- none of us were there. Yeah, but f- for for all he intents and purposes, he has no reason person, to lie. He has no reason to lie times. about that. Wow. And stick to his story. So, um, and the dates match up. The dates match up. I didn't have the chance to ask her while, <laughs> hey, when, when I met her because I was like, I like I like your blouse. That's what I said. I'm my mind is kind of still blown from how like little of time you spent doing this thing professionally because you're 90, super good 96 bro the kid was born in 96 right, but like i had so, my learner's permit in 96 because you, steven well because you've kind of like you've kind of entered this like professional realm of your music career recently then and you seem to have just through listening to your music on repeat for the last two months like a lot of swagger and confidence and where, like, where do you get that from like the church and growing up like how do you you fake it like, uh-huh. what is it i mean I, he might have something to say about this too but like I think soul music in general gives a lot of it's it's like a it's not a it's not an act but it is like a it's like from the gut mm-hmm. and so I I love soul music growing up which is like comes from the church and it's like it's definitely like a spiritual thing for me mm-hmm. I I don't know if it's you know however you want to talk about it in like words or yeah, terms yeah, yeah. but it's like music is for me, I think it comes from a place of like it's so much more than just like oh I wrote this song like you want to hear it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, well, I think that might be just just be the language of authenticity. You know, I think that yeah, it's one thing that you can't actually write down on paper, but I feel like the language between humans, authenticity is something that we all speak usually, and you, yeah. it's just like you can feel it when it's there and when it's not. You're like, I don't know, I don't know why, but something's missing. It feels like, and I think, yeah, specifically with your music, it's just it's, it seems so like close to your chest. It's, mm. it's like real. <laughs> we played. This was before we had met. Before you would like nod me on DMs. Proper Debbie did. We featured you. We do a we do a feature on Live at the Lodge called Al American Idol, and we find like our you know these just people online who just are badass, and we kind of like we do we we play their clip. Yeah. And so we got your clip of um, the acoustic version of uh, it's either Take You Out or um, it's yeah it's Take You Out and then it goes into Twenty Two and Some Change. Yes. Yeah. Twenty Two and Some Change. It's like a long and it's you like. Just you're, yeah, you're you set up that. one static camera and you have a must like a Hulk Hogan mustache and a and like a Napoleon Dynamite. What's the what's the brother or the uncle? Kip. 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 No, the uncle. Oh, uh, Rico. Rico. Uncle Rico. Like uncle Rico yeah. blonde wig on, and you're just getting it, bro, for like nine minutes. Yeah. Who's the guy and, dancing? Who's the old guy? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. So that's um the guy who produced that album that. That's his grandpa. Oh, that's amazing. As Legend. we were making the song, he was like, dude, all I'm seeing is my grandpa dancing to this song. Yeah. Like, and I was like, let's go to Alabama and do it. <laughs> so we did. Really? Yeah. So that, bring, nice. that, that brings me to my, my next point. Do you produce your stuff, stuff yourself or do you have producers that come in and, and help you with it? Yeah. So the f- first two projects were producers. 
And it's it's both of them were sort of co like collaborations. Yeah. Like I think I I have like a specific idea of what I want in parts and stuff like that. And so those were both like collaborative and then this thing that I made during quarantine was just me in my room and it's just like that's you know, the, the that's, best that I could do. At it's the fire, time. <laughs> bro. It's fire. Um, back, back of my hand. Yeah. Although I did, I like introduced that song to the band, and they were like, "Is this like an Ike Turner song?" Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw back of my hand, and I was like, "Oh!" But then now I listen to the music. Obviously, I realize, like, learn you like the back of my hand. But I was like, "Damn, dude, back my hand." Um, that song's sick. That's like one of my favorite tunes, and that's on the newly released stuff that you did yeah, yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a great tune, man. Thanks, it's a great bro. tune. Way to go. Way to go, kid. Thank you. Keeping it real, bro. You're doing good. You're doing good. As your elder, you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good. Oh, man, 96. Shit. We got- I remember when I first started looking for cars, you know, like when you get you turn 16. Auto Trader. You go on the. Uh, we had like Nickel, Nick, uh, Nickel Nicks. Nickel Nicks is like this little pamphlet in town, you know? Nickel Nicks. And. Um, you you all the if you're if you're selling a used car you would put it in a nickel nick to try and get rid of it and i remember when i was first looking for cars i thought like dude if i could get a 96 <laughs> i'm showing up to school and i am peeling them not. tires dude you like them spinning tires i remember you that, like them that's spinning tires cuz I, I felt that way too yeah. like a 96 would have been a nice year to have a car yeah when i t- asked Stephen when when his birthday was he told me 96 and i was like wow dude i feel that's one of the first times i feel old it's weird to feel that way for the first time in my life i'm 34 and i, I don't feel like i'm not old by any means but you, you start it. to hang out with people i know you start to hang out with people who are younger than you who are doing the same shit or more than you and you're just like oh my god this is so interesting to be in a an adult relationship with somebody who's 10 years younger than me and like you're not even real i mean you're not like some child you're like a you're a man adult you're a man grow your own beard (laughs) really yeah look at the chest hair coming out of your (laughs) chin chin let it fly holy shit that's better than austin powers hey this goes up here too you mean to grow grow it this week i think you need to grow i would pretty much love can you just grow some big ass chops Yeah. Oh, I'm shaving myself. A, oh, I don't want to give too much away to the audience. <laughs> when are we airing this? The 16th. Oh, this? Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Next Monday. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> put it out. The character that I'm playing in the in the Christmas special, be prepared. Daddy boy, going to get some handlebars. Oh, you know what dude. I'm saying? Oh, please. So nice. Give it to me. You can grow some. Because yeah. I can't grow anything. So, all of us are going to have to do some real makeup work here. Not if you us. Can start- Clark's, Zach Clark has joined us as well. What a beautiful human. He's here. He's get, we're going to have a podcast with him. Uh, it's going to be released later in the week, but we're going to record it here soon. And uh, that man can grow a beard. Okay, let me tell you about it. <laughs> He's <laughs> also grown some face tats. Oops, did I give it away? I don't know. No, I didn't. You didn't <laughs> face tats, dude. Just bought them. I am um, hot. I wait. So I'm curious about the face tat because I feel like that's your generation. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people it's, in your is. generation yeah. that are just like yeah. they're just getting, they're just rocking it, rocking it, face tatting it up, and like I have a couple tats. You got any tats? I don't. I want one. What are you gonna get? I, I think I don't know. Let's do it tonight. That's the thing. Yeah, I'll is give you one. I yeah. That's I got thing. a gun. 
I've always wanted one, but I don't know what to get. So I'm uh, like, I'm not going to do it if I don't know what to get. My wife's all tatted all over the place, and she's a beautiful artist. She could draw you up something real clever. I mean, yeah. You want a shovel? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's Dig your it. favorite animal? Clark's got shovels. <laughs> wow. Dig it. What's your favorite animal? Yeah, I'll just get that. Yeah, same thing, same place. Uh, What's your favorite animal? Dude. What's your favorite animal? It's, it's lame. It'd be a tiger. That's beautiful, dude. Beautiful. I love tigers. Saw a tiger White the other tiger. day. This is tight. Took Rudy to the zoo. We were in Seattle for a for a gig. No big deal. I get gigs. And um, <laughs> t- took Rudy to the zoo, dude. Tiger, wah, two inches from my son. Woo. Didn't nice. give a shit. That's Rudy, amazing. just yeah. He's just care like. At all. <laughs> And then we go, this is adorable, right? So I'm like, I don't think he's into the zoo. We're taking him around. There's gorillas, a gorilla, like three feet from the glass. So he's just like sitting there chilling, eating some whatever they eat. Same thing. Go to the bear, grizzly bear. Huge grizzly. I'm telling you. I'm going to make up a number. 2,000 pounds. <laughs> Maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> that is not accurate. <laughs> okay. Uh, huge bear. And uh, no interest. Nothing. Gets to the um, meerkats. The meerkats, bro. He's just laughing his ass off. (laughs) 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 Like, wouldn't stop. We couldn't get him away from the meerkat. (laughs) And and I was like, okay, cool. My 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 son just knows what it's what's what. I went up and saw. It was really cool. I went up and saw him and Taz playing in your room the other night or the other morning. And they were Taz just had like Google images pulled up with meerkats. Yeah, and he's just pointing at him and laughing, dude. He's all awesome. about them meerkats. Cat. Yeah, you're gonna meet that little tin tin man. Oh, I you're sticking wait. around for like ten days. Yeah. You better buckle up, dude. We got hot tub sessions to take. Hot I'm tub in. tubs. We're gonna, dude, we got it in a pump in one ten. We're gonna chest bump. We're gonna touch bake nips. you from the way in. <laughs> one. Thank ten. God. If it had yeah. been one oh nine. Yeah. yeah. Nah, oh, God, I'm that shit. I'm out. Man. I would not be here, man. Um. <laughs> Mm. We're going to have some pizza parties, dude. A few pizza parties. (laughs) Man, I'm really excited about this Christmas special. The reason why, folks at home, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see. If you're just listening, you won't. But we are currently at um, Lucky You, which is an epic venue that our good friends Caleb and Carly Ingersoll own and run and operate. Who are also on episode six of this podcast. Yeah, go check them out if you want to know a little bit about those two Gs. they have graciously allowed us to film our Christmas special in their venue. They're, they're in the state of Washington, there's a mandate against um, indoor dining. So right now they're just open for takeout. So we get the whole space to ourselves. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see a little bit of Christmas cheer happening behind us. Because why, you might ask? We're doing a Christmas special. If you go to allenstone.com, you can check it out. You can buy tickets. You can buy the audio download of all 12 Christmas tunes that we're doing. Um, the show is going to be a, a, a fun exploration in the old Christmas classics. What did we say, Jules? A classless night of Christmas classics uh-huh. is the, uh, the, the, the promo phrase. But uh, we hope you check it out. You can uh, you can get tickets. Steven's making a feature. Wink 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 wink. Zach Clark. Not wink, even wink, wink. featured, man. They're proper. They're it. They're it. <laughs> they're in it. <laughs> they they're are it. super in yeah. it. We're um, gonna make a whole movie with four people. <laughs> more than that, there's gonna be more people involved. But uh, yeah, we're pretty much making a feature length film. We got a lot of work ahead of us. You guys don't have to do shit. Eat some. Uh, what are those called? 
bro bowls? Swole bowls. Swole bowls. Swole bowls. Swole bowls, man. Um, but, uh, but check it out. Check it out. We are, um, we're doing our best to, to continue to connect with folk at home during this crazy time that we can't um, do things in person. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited about it. We're getting to flex some new muscles that like, I've never properly flexed before, which is like cameras and production and all that and how it works. Julian wrote a script that's 39 pages long. <laughs> that's great. Like six, pages, six pages of it is just... 22. Yeah, it's like, it's just, I, don't, I don't have the other 13 if it's 39. <laughs> no, you're not in those scenes. It's just Julian doing <laughs> monologues from Shawshank Redemption. It was a Shawshank Redemption. This is true. This is true. If you guys want that, it'll be on our Patreon page for you if you want to contribute to us. Yeah, patreon.com slash live at the lodge. Have um, you ever done something like this, Stephen? You ever, like you ever, a script? Yeah, just like acted or anything? or Honestly, gotten, I have not done much at all. You didn't do the drama school when you were in high school or anything uh-uh. like that? Uh-uh. You excited? You nervous? You I feeling? am. You're gonna get what you get. <laughs> you're gonna kill yeah, it. You kind of just like jumped into a whirlwind by just coming out here. We're like, Alan's gonna pick you up at the airport. You're gonna come right in. Yeah. And we're gonna throw you up on stage. We're gonna get you into a podcast. I'm, I'm then get... we're gonna put you in an elf costume and we're gonna have you play Christmas songs and act like a complete idiot named Aloysius. Yeah. Then I'm gonna <laughs> then I'm gonna hold your ankles and you're gonna eat a swole bowl without any utensils. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how are you? Are you feeling good? Like, are you feeling oh, yeah. excited? Just, oh yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be a blast, man. So I'm gonna give you all I got. Good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're gonna get it out of you. I think that I think show. we trust that you're going to, and that's why we like probably reached out to begin with, just because it's like this is a guy that's gonna commit. The mustache. This was is it was, it was honestly, Stephen. It was that video, the Thank video God. of you dancing in front of a one static camera for amazing. nine minutes long. <laughs> I was like, dude, this guy can get this guy's. A silly goose, and he, can, <laughs> and he can get it. No matter how he can act, those eyes are going to sell yeah. tickets. Those eyes, are yeah, yeah. those eyes on this camera. Oh my god! Yeah. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Um, dude, what else? You play video games, dude? Honestly, only at the top of COVID. Yeah, me did too. I get back into Call of Duty? Ah, dude, did you, you get the new one? I was, yeah. Bro, I got the new one. It's hot. Well, okay, I, I only played the free Warzone. Do you have the actual game? Bro, I got you set Oh, my dude. This is exciting. Steve, just, you're this be is excited, exciting bro. because I got you set up in my media room, bro. Dude. And it's the screen is as big as the wall, mm-hmm. and you are going to be able to play Call of Duty. <laughs> What's the new one? Cold War? Uh, ops. You have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm asking. Help. See, I've, I've only been playing Warzone, which I think is the free version of whatever yeah, you yeah, bought. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like, well, Cold War is the new one that just came out like three weeks ago. And it has, um, first of all, it's epic. The other day, it was funny. We had um, our friends over for like a, a, part, a dinner party. And um, they got a like a 12-year-old. Yeah. And so... Uh, He's like, hey, 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 Uncle Al, you got any video games? I'm like, yeah, man, I got these. Come downstairs. I like, put him on my Xbox. I turn on Cold War. Hour and a half later, he comes up. He's like, you got any other video games? <laughs> I'm like, wait, you didn't like Cold War? He's like, I beat it. Oh. Hour and a half, the little mofo just beat it top to bottom. <laughs> I've been working on it. Like, I mean, only like a 45 minutes at a time, right? Because I have a life. Um, <laughs> And uh, the little kid just went down there and squeeged it like no problem. You skipped all the stories. I don't respect that. 
Because mm. he knew what he was doing. Oh, you mean like the the movies that I, yeah. are happening? Yeah, you kind of got you kind of got to watch the story. See, see, I'm the opposite. I like give me. I don't want the campaign. Drop me in the war zone. You want like, the multiplayer? I just want me against everybody. That's all I want. War zone. That's Dude, just what I want. Those cold cats. That's son. just what I want. I, I can't can play on a team. Head. No, I don't like. See, I can't do the multiplayer. Yeah, I can't. I can't do a team because I just do my own thing. Yeah, and then everybody gets mad at me. That's I don't right. even know how to control the joy. <laughs> Is that foreshadowing what's about to happen during this? Just like, <laughs> yeah, we did. It. Alan Stone did a Christmas special, but uh, Stephen Day said all the lines. <laughs> He's gonna fool a f- like a full Joe Pesci on us. Yeah, he just <laughs> went take over. He's a rogue, dude. He's a. Just no. Philip Seymour Hoffman the entire production. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Dude. Make it rain. Yeah. What if you're just like super good, like mm. beyond good, and we're like so taken aback I'm just by your performance? Serious. Yeah. yeah. What about all the lines are? Serious. What is a dramatic piece too? So, <laughs> I hope you pull like a Timothy. What is that guy? Timothy. Tim the Tim. Tim, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. No. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> What's the young, the young tiny Tim? No, the young actor that just like hit the scene and he's like, oh, Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, Timothy, Timothy. Oh yes, Timothy. Just Timothy, like most Tims. <laughs> yeah, but he goes by Timothy. <laughs> he swears. Does to he God. really? Yeah, he, he goes by Timothy. He just Timothy? has an E E at the end of his name. It doesn't mean Timothy. it goes Timothy. Bro, I saw him get his name announced at the Academy Awards as Timothy. No, no, <laughs> they pronounce idiot. it. Timothy. I'm out. <laughs> okay, so Timothy Chalamet. It's Timothy, dude. It's yeah, this joke, this joke would have worked if you guys just would have gone with Timothy. <laughs> tomato. <laughs> yeah, t- tomato Timothy. <laughs> um, pull it, Timothy. Uh, yeah, the the war zone's bonkers, dude. And the graphics are getting stupid, man. It's 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 scary. It's scary. It's, I, I've never had more anxiety than playing that video game. Wait till this week, bro. <laughs> Wait till this week, dude. Three thirty in the morning, I'm gonna wake your ass up. <laughs> get on the Peloton. <laughs> yeah, they got a Peloton too, man. You're gonna have to get on that thing. Okay. Some nice. Do you uh, never, play sports? I've never seen one of those in real life. It's pretty cool. It's like a bike with a screen on it. <laughs> so you got that going for you. Which is nice. uh, do you do you sport at all? Are you a ball? Oh yeah. Basketball, oh, yeah. baseball, which? Basketball. Yum. Yeah. All dude. right, dude. Uh, JP rolls his ankles. Wait, JP. Julian, sorry. Julian okay. goes by his middle name's Paul. So I don't go by, a. I go by JP. You just call me what you want to call me. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm glad about that. We got a, we got some hoop. Yeah, we got some. Ball. Uh, did you watch Hoosiers when you were a kid, or is that before your time? I don't even know what that is. Oh my God! You know I, I, what that is? Is it a movie? What are yeah, the yeah, shows? Gene you did Hackman, you know. I've definitely seen parts of it. Yeah, it's all but like it's great. I don't. Yeah, Gene Hackman isn't Dennis Hopper in it too? Isn't he the drunk ja- dad? Isn't he the derelict dad, Dennis Hopper? Anybody, anybody could respond. <laughs> and I don't even know what the show is. Hoosiers? You've taken us on a roller come on, coaster Steve. ride. Steve, nonsense. Bluto, no, you know who I'm talking about. Bluto, come on. Man. Hoosiers, who's your daddy? Hoosier? I'm pretty sure it's Dennis Hops, baby. Denny Hoppy. Um, cool. This is really great. Ca- uh, side road. <laughs> you got us here. Yeah, because I thought I like threw up. I threw up a nice con- like. Yeah, assist. Dennis. Dennis Hopper was in that. Yes. Oh, shooter. Tight. Tight. Glad we, glad we figured. Yeah, that shooter. Out. He's like the drunk dad who is always messing up, and his kid is on the team, and Gene Hackman's the head coach, and he sees like how his this. 
Dennis Hopper is affecting his young son because you know the kid can't play because his dad's showing up at games or hammered, and so Gene Hackman takes him under his wing and makes him like assistant coach, cleans his life up, dude. It, brilliant, <laughs> uh, you know, story. <laughs> Let's Age watch of- it tonight. Yeah. No, we're playing Warzone, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nine hours. We're also yeah, making we... a movie for the next ten days, and we're not going to have time to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, actually, and uh, I can't thank you enough for, for making the trek, dude, and being here and lending your talents and your time and your, your smile and, and your chops, bro, because that, if that don't show up, you're cut. <laughs> okay? Go home. <laughs> Get out. Um, uh, what else? There's so many things. That we could talk about because we haven't even gotten to know Steven in <laughs> one little tiny Let's capacity. See. I'll have a question for you. You said you grew up with two older sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up with two older brothers. Okay. Um, the dynamic in my house was harsh. Yeah. Uh, I always wished that I had older – well, I didn't necessarily wish because I am who I am because of whatever. Um, but my but, – but thinking about having sisters instead that were older, I, I imagine that I would grow up with – a much different sense of like compassion and kindness and love and maybe being like romantic like you as you write your songs. <laughs> what was that like for you growing up with two sisters? Did it give you like older sisters at that too? Was were they like hard on you? Oh, it was the they, best. Was it? It was the best. You guys all got I mean, along the whole time. Well, no, 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 not 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 in that sense. But like what you're saying, the compassion that that element. Uh huh. It's like I wouldn't know what to do if I grew up with brothers. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, but you you're compassionate, Jules. You're I'm, very yeah. kind and compassionate. Yeah, and they probably helped me get there too. But through yeah. uh, through like through a different approach route. Yeah. It, it was like cuz I was the baby and so it was like they would always fight. Uh, the sisters would fight. Yeah. And then I would have to like come in and make Did a joke. Did you mediate? Yeah, I would have yeah. to like come in and make a joke. Get get it all back to just like uh-huh. level playing field. What's the age difference between you guys? Aaron is the oldest. She's shout out to Aaron. She's having a baby soon. She oh, is cool. like first, like soon the first baby in the family. Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet man. Oh, first time being an uncle. That's super That's a cool, cool feeling. dude. Yeah. Uh, she's twenty nine or thirty, and then Robin is twenty six, twenty seven. Your, uh, your no, whole I'm, family's younger than us. Are they? Are they? My also, parents too, man. It's crazy. Did I hear you say that? Thirty six. Are they? They're all musicians, or no? Just you're the only sibling no, so, that's that's a musician. Uh, my mom and Robin sing. Aaron dances. She mm-hmm. like owns a dance cool. studio. Sweet. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ba- ballet. Like, yeah. Tr- the, kind of the whole thing. She wow. just Yeah. Should we hit her up to see if she wants to choreograph some totally. moves for this special? No uh-huh. way, man. That's awesome. That's As a, she's having the baby. Yeah. yeah, you're going to want to do this too. Gotcha. <laughs> Two step. So is that who taught you the groove on that? Dude, I don't... had some stuff going on there. I was like, oh, is he double jointed? Nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something's not right. <laughs> um, I think I definitely like... I, she, I probably danced because of her when I was younger, but like I've never been a dancer. It was mm. just like at at like the high school dances, I just go lose it, you just know, I just going. go crazy. Yeah. What was yeah. your What was your um, uh, um? This is wow. This is gonna be an interesting question. So like, what was your dance tune? Like this song would come on and be like, "Here we go, this is Ooh. my song." If you say David Guetta, bro, I'm gonna throw this mic because <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I was <laughs> 29 <laughs> when David Guetta came out. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think it was? Honestly, Katy Perry. Like if a Katy yeah. Perry song came on, uh, it's just not Thong Song. Go to town. <laughs> thong Song, bro. We were like 12 when Thong Song came. Is that, is that I was jiving? He to thong is that parentheses whisper song? No. What? The one that's like, hey, little kid, let me whisper in your ear. 
Oh, oh, yeah, was right. Who was that? Who did that? Uh, I thought that was Thong Song. Yin Yang Twins, no, right? Dude, thong Song is the thong, the thong, thong, thong. I love it when the beat goes. Shimmy, never, never goes. Shimmy, never, 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 never. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. Yes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the rest of it, but that's the thong song, dude. That's the thong song. Dude, that was the only song that you could, like, appropriately go and just, like, Grind up on your, <laughs> on the babes in the seventh grade arenas, dude. It was so yikes. nice. Dude. What do you mean yikes, man? I was dancing hard. You guys were doing it too. You just you were just too. Nervous I wasn't. That your dude, parents was... were gonna scrutinize you. No, I was holding hands with t- Soph so... over by the fence, man. I wasn't, dude. I was bumping and grinding some thong song. Cisco, dude. Yeah, I remember when that song did come out and on, and I definitely was like, "Whoa, what is that?" What is a thong? What is a thong? I didn't know until that. That was kind of like my revelation. Um, yeah, dude, Katy Pears. Was it Firework? Was that the one? Or was it I Kissed It? I Honestly, Teenage Dream is just like the greatest song of all time. Yeah. So if that song comes on. That's the one? I'm losing it. Yeah. God, I can't wait to just pop that on in the middle of a war zone campaign and see you just get it. <laughs> I thought you were just going to pop him in the face. I thought you were just going to like pop. Like, I can't wait you just punch you in the face. No, no. Throw I'm going to play Teenage Dream and punch yeah, you in the face tonight. Throw Teenage yeah. Dream, baby. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Just high school dance. What... Uh, I remember like middle school dances. That was like that was the prime time, because we would have dances uh, at like during school hour. My folks never let me go to dances, mm. and so the only time I could go to them was when I remember one time uh, we had a like an in school dance. You know, like it was during school hours. Yeah, and I wasn't supposed to go. My folks were like, "We don't, we don't want you going to dances," and. Um, I mean, listen, if I was a parent and Thong Song was bouncing around <laughs> at a at a school dance where my seven-year-old kid was hanging out, I might be like, I don't know. I don't know if I trust the leadership. Anyways, but I went. I went, right? I wasn't supposed to be there. But I was going to keep it a secret. I'm like, nobody's going to rat me out. And um, uh, my friend Evie, my friend Evie, uh, she was a little bit older, but she had Down syndrome. And we played this game. It was called Snowball. Where everybody get in a circle. And it was a slow dance tune, right? And you it started with one couple in the middle. And then they would blow a whistle. And you had to go off and grab somebody else mm-hmm. and bring them in to the middle. So I, got, I had to start in the middle. And I, I don't know who it was I started with. I think it was Soph. <laughs> you were <laughs> holding your hand. Had to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they blew the whistle. And I went and I grabbed Evie. And I slow danced with Evie. I brought her out. And we danced together. And uh, and then the school dance ended. Well, that night, my dad calls me into his, calls me in his room. Al? Oh, no. I got to talk to you. <laughs> and I could just tell by the tone of his voice that, like, I was not going to, this is going to be a bad conversation. <laughs> just. Al? Did you go to the school dance? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I did. Because <laughs> one of the teacher's assistants called me and told me what you did during Snowball. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm proud of you, son. 
And I didn't get in trouble for going to school days, dude. I Damn, thought my tailpipe dude. was going to get flattered. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> he... He let me off the hook, dude. Oh, it's great. That was my one one good memory from a school dance. And the one time your dad was proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the one <laughs> time Pops was proud of me. I've been working for it ever since, dude. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't feel that much guilt growing up with like doing things like that. You felt you said you didn't because your dad was like super, super no, chill. And I, I, I would say I felt the the pressure not to do bad things because he was a pastor. So like yeah. I didn't want to put. A bad like name on him. Name on him. Yeah, I would say that was the most pressure I felt. That's what I mm. felt too. It wasn't yeah. my my folk weren't overwhelmingly like shameful or guilt oriented. It was just when you're growing up in a small community of a thousand people, and everybody knows that your dad is like the local, yeah, you know, church leader. Or is once, that just once, your perception of it? Because that's all you know. Like, does anybody actually care yeah, about well, any of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, once people hear the word pastor. Uh-huh. It's like they act totally different. Yeah, it's. It, I think there's a little bit to it. I remember a few times like doing something or saying something, and somebody and, and an adult saying like, "Alan, your dad's a pastor. You know better than that." Yeah, and I was like, uh, you know, like that put on this kind of. At least in that moment, I knew like, okay, I have to act differently just because I was born into this situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like people are looking at me differently. Um, because of there's just a different standard for you guys there's just kind of a different standard and also too like love my dad love my family don't want to like bring any sort of shame to uh to my name or to my family name and so i think you would act at least i would i would act accordingly yeah in an attempt to to but i didn't do it like this was the kind of the disconnect that i wish i would have had explained to me like you know I did it because of the like of the of the shame and connected to it, right? Like, okay, you don't you don't do X Y Z because you don't swear because your dad's a pastor. Not like you don't lie because then you think everybody's lying to you. Like, if yeah. that would have been if I would have been sat down and told. Alan, the reason why you don't lie is not because God tells you not to lie, but because if you lie, if you go around lying, then you're constantly going to think that everybody's lying to you, yeah. and that's not a great way to exist, right? Like, I yeah. was never explained that, kind of, growing up. Lie, or maybe I was... Exp- if you lie, then everybody else, you're going you're gonna to assume that So, like, if you go you. around telling lies, right? I'm going to go around and just tell lies to get what I want all the time. Uh-huh. Well, the reason why that's bad for you personally is because now when you're out in the world and you're out in your community because you know you have the capacity to lie and you're constantly expressing that right to lie you're going to go around thinking that everybody is always lying to you mm-hmm. and that's a terrible way to to live within a community right yeah like the reason why it's good to play well with others and to get along humor is like an epic we were talking about this the other night i was like this is probably the top five assets that you could have as a human being are beauty is like up there sex appeal right then intellect you know like your your knowledge of books and and facts and truth and then like humor is right up there as far as like utilizing a skill that can get people to like you and get you connected into um get you well liked and and um 
I don't know how that connects necessarily to the lying situation, but I definitely felt that growing up. Yeah. That, that like, oh, I, I gotta like, I gotta shape up because people are paying attention. Yeah, I, I get that. It was like, you had, you felt like you had to act a certain way because that's just how it was. Yeah. And you didn't have the understanding, the like complexity to it all of like, these are the reasons. Yeah. Because of community, you know, it's like right because to, it, to live a healthy, happy lifestyle, it's like be a good person. Yeah. It, and it, yeah. Are you still connected to the church? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have a church that I go to right now. Um, one with COVID, but also right. uh, when I do go home, I always go to my parents' church. So cool. it's like that's great. Yeah, that's awesome that you can still have a relationship with that. It's never changed. Like you, ne- you never like separated yourself. Oh, from I that mean, and... it it definitely did. Like early college, I was like, I want nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like exactly what we're talking about. It's kind of like, um, I feel like I never made it my own at all. Mm. And it was just something that was put on me. Ah, yeah. And so college, while I studied things that are, were in that theology arena, I wanted nothing to do with ministry. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. And it was a moment for me to be like, to give it a chance other than just like, running the whole like the whole opposite way and being like never gonna trust any of that because i always had like a deep rooted connection to something that i just couldn't explain you know Mm -hmm. just some sort of like spiritual element to it that i was like and that has to do with people with community it's like when you bump into somebody and they feel a certain way to you because they don't lie or you know something like that you run into that person and you're like I want what they have. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing something and they're like giving to the world when they don't have to. Yeah. Was making like sec- secular music a separation in and of itself from what you felt like you might have been meant to do when you were growing up in the church because you may have like yeah. supposed to like make Christian music or something. Yeah, that was hard for me. Uh-huh. And it in some ways it still is in in a lot of ways at this point I'm I see the beauty in secular music and how it's sacred at the same time. Mm. And so in a lot of ways for me now, it's like, I don't really worry about that as much because I think it's all God breathed, you know, like Mm. everything we do in that way. But like when I was younger, I didn't understand the complexity to it all. It was like, if I don't mention, you know, sacred language or like biblical language in this song then it's it's wrong right yeah and so but at this point it's like the mind you know for me it's just open to the point where it's like no it's all god breathed Mm. and and however you look at it it's like you know us doing this is like just talking to each other and that's Mm -hmm. like a special god breathed moment yeah totally you know yeah i had i had a uh what i would consider an elder um, come to me and must have been like six months ago and he's like man how's the ministry going <laughs> and then nobody had ever told like called it that before because yeah. it's I was the same way once I left home I had to form my own identity yeah. like I had to become my own man and so I really like in a in a bitter turn yeah. separated myself from this world at the church and Christianity and theology and, and then um, slowly like have made my way back to it 
and, it, and I don't have a bitter relationship with it anymore. I have like what I would say a very um, good relationship with that perspective. But I had never heard anybody call it that before. And I was like, what do you, what? What do you mean? It's like, oh, man, you go out and you bring people joy. Yeah. You help people escape from the weight of the world through your yeah. music. And that's a ministry. And I, it felt so cool to me, you know, to hear it in that regard and to hear it come from somebody I respected. Because for so long you couldn't connect the two? Yeah, because for so long, I, you know, growing up in that world and in that orbit, it was like, if it's not, like, you know, if you're not using sacred language, if you're not bringing, you know, if you're not sh- a, a good shepherd and bringing people into the fold, you know, then yeah. then it's not, it's not of God or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, that dogma really like put a bad taste in my mouth for so long. Totally. And so I was just like, you know, I mean, you knew me at that point yeah, in my yeah, life, totally. man. I was just like, the, I was picketing. Yeah you, were, yeah, you were kind of rebelling against all that stuff. Yeah. Which was interesting to see, to, to experience with you. But it doesn't seem like, Stephen, you've uh, had that kind of similar experience where you were like, I'm walking away from this and I'm going to rebel and I'm going to go and like smoke weed and drink alcohol and be friends with Julian Gavilanis and be a well, complete I mean, dipshit. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I think I think the thing is, is I I've definitely had those moments, and there's, it's not to say that I'm not going to have more of those moments. You know, mm-hmm. it's it was kind of like I. It's not. I definitely turned my back completely. I've just never been. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like I, I've never been. Like what you would imagine as like you know, so far rebellious. Uh-huh. Mm. I was just never really interested in that. It was always just kind of like, my personality is pretty just like in the middle, even yeah, keeled. Yeah, seem pretty centered. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, my mine was totally a mental rebellion. It was like, this is dumb. It's just stupid. Like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with it, but I'm still going to try and be who I am. I don't think I was ever trying to like, find myself necessarily. It was just kind of like, I guess it was. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, honestly. no, it's, it's, it's tough it's thing to explain. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I don't even understand. It's just why I'm why I'm yeah. asking. You, you you mentioned that everything in in life is kind of for you, God breathed, and yeah. I don't know how to connect to that because I don't have. I don't know what my God is necessarily. And sure. sometimes I hear something like that and wonder: Does that discredit your? efforts to like make your life your own and to do the thing that you're doing or do you always just put it in the hands of like well that was everything in life is god breathed so like therefore god has my back and i'm gonna be fine despite what i do because for me i'm like i gotta i gotta work my ass off and 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 become the person that i want based off of the decisions that i make to be anything in my life and there's nobody that really has my back besides the friends that support me that's only because of the way that i think and believe i don't have that philosophy backing me up i think that to me is what i'm talking about sure like like you saying that is like what i'm talking about Uh it's not the other like um yeah i i think you and the pursuit of yourself and your individual and like you're finding your most honest self is like that yeah i'm not talking about like Jesus Christ is coming down and like yeah, walking you yeah. through. The- yeah, it's like it's like where's that thing in you that moves you? Like yeah. what's what's moving you? Yeah. And and do you follow that or not? Mm. Such an interesting exploration to try and explain 
something that has been explained over and over and over God, and yeah. over and over yeah. and over and over again and has i mean you were you, did, you weren't raised in the church but you already have a perspective of god and religion yeah. that's even like farther removed than ours right but it's been just like this recycled knowledge right it's mm-hmm. it's it means so many different things for so many different people and um it's always such a fun and interesting exploration to try and explain explain like what it means to to anybody mm-hmm. right to anybody who has ever dined or um their life has coincided with that perspective of mm-hmm. other or 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 religion or spirituality or it's always yeah. a super fun exploration but um I think I think what you mentioned was the biggest click for me with music and people in the church was when I started to even further remove myself from like making Christian music uh-huh. or like anything like that. Mm. And there were some people that I would still bump into and they'd be like, oh man, like I love your music. Yeah. And it's like, okay, wait. When I was 12, I didn't think that was allowed. Right. You know, it was like, I didn't think you could do both i don't know it's just like a for me it's like a a journey of trying to like figure out how to mix it all together yeah yeah i think it's just also tough like being a kid and being raised in the church because i think you just like any kid like you learn the world around you not just solely from your parents or just solely from your uncles and aunts like you come up with this idea of how the world operates around you from a bunch of different directions Mm -hmm. and for me personally like oh you know like i think it's funny because i'll I'll think back on like my childhood and i'll be like oh yeah my folks taught me but like that's just because my folks are the center point of my life you know like they, they are the most important figures in my life besides my wife and my son and so everything kind of just funnels to like them, right? Because I am of them. But in reality, like who I am as a person has been just like so many different angles and dimensions have added to mm. this dude who sits on this stage in a onesie. Not sure if you noticed. <laughs> Not sure if you noticed. You didn't mention it yet. Next time, you better. Um, yeah, we're just so complex and, and life is so complex. And yeah. what a what a fun job that we have found our way into during COVID to like explore this with new people and new friends and, and, and new landscapes of, of life. Totally. My hat's off. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. It sounds like, uh, that your relationship, I don't know. Sometimes when I think about if like what my relationship with is to some form of God, like anything, it is what I'm connected to in my life. I think something's maybe similar to what you were saying. And like, I, I've talked with Alan before several times about feeling like undeniably connected to something. Like when you're uh-huh. on stage, like I've seen Alan be fully connected and like there and present and I've felt it for myself. It's rare. It's a rare thing that, that happens, but that's why you continue to do it. And that feels like the presence of whatever that magic is that could potentially be God or whatever. And like yeah. if that's true for me, then I don't know if the higher power of a thing is there, but it's definitely like within every single one of us in our own yeah. really we're incredible all, we're way. All, we're all gods. 
I am God. <laughs> I am Kanye West. And we're all, we're all pretty aware Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, Caleb, we get it. All right. <laughs> um, Stephen, dude, thank you once again so much for being here, for lending your time, your talent, your smile. Hopefully that beard makes an appearance or else you'll get cut. So, no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Stephen J. Libby, we love you in the back. Caleb Ingersoll and them faders. Thank you guys so much. Um, folks at home, we hope you're well. We hope you're staying safe. And uh, get tickets. We get tickets to the Alan Stone Holiday Concert. You can get them at allenstone.com. We're doing a holiday special, baby. Come it's going to be fun. Come on. Do you guys want to end off with uh, I'll bet you what the back from that ledge, my friend. Good times with all the lies you've been living in. What are you doing? We got to go in here. Oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah! We're going to get pulled from YouTube, no problem. Dude, this is her, man. She's God. She's she God. She is God. Blast that shit, Caleb. Let's get a dance party and touch tips. Podcast, we love you. Oh, <laughs> oh boo boo, did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one? Huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com/slash live at the lodge where you can support the how goods of this podcast as well as the entire live at the lodge family. Yep, yeah, you're gonna get exclusive merch, personalized shout out videos. Me and Jules, we're gonna show up at your house and baptize your nephew, huh? Check it out, Patreon dot com slash live at the lodge. lodge.